What's up, everybody? Michael Ninja's back at it again. You know how I like to do it. Press record and speak what's on my mind. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for checking out my podcast. As you know, I changed the title to Say What? That's S-A-Y-W-A-H. Say What? So check it out. Appreciate it. But uh, for those of y'all who listen to my podcast and say, man, this guy's crazy. What is he talking about? I want you to listen to this excerpt that I just found for you guys. And this excerpt is from a scientist. I don't have to tell you he's white. You can obviously tell by his voice. You may have heard this clip before, but hear it again in what I believe, you know, it's one of those things where you know it, but sometimes you just need to hear it again kind type of shit like that. So here you go. ...to be granted to their entire industry for any vaccine listed on the childhood immunization schedule. So if you're a black mother, a black father, your child, perfectly healthy, normal, has a great future, and that child, let's say they're two years old, you take them in to get vaccinated because the doctor told you to vac- vaccinate your children, right? You get that child vaccinated, sometimes 48 hours later, boom, that child's brain damaged for life, autistic for life. And you can't sue the manufacturer for their faulty product because Congress conspired with the vaccine companies to grant them all legal immunity. You can't even take your case to court. The U.S. Supreme Court already ruled on that. You can't take your case to a regular court. You have to go to a secret vaccine court run by the vaccine industry that denies almost all claims. And even then, by the way, even though they deny almost all claims, the vaccine court has paid out over $3 billion to victims of vaccine damage that were proven to have been damaged by vaccines. If the truth about this came out, and if, if families of autistic children, especially in the black community, were able to really take their cases to court and seek justice through the legal system, it would bankrupt the entire pharmaceutical industry, which is what should happen, by the way. The vaccine industry specifically allows damage to happen to black babies. And that's if they survive abortion. You know, you know how hard it is to be conceived as a, as a black child and make it through gestation and, and, and be born alive and not be murdered and then to make it through the vaccines and then to make it through the psychiatric medicine and everything else. It's, 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 it's incredibly difficult just to survive. And that is on purpose because the science and medical establishments are working deliberately to exterminate black people from this planet, to wipe you out from human civilization. They're doing it. It's happening right now. Now, continuing with the vaccine agenda to exterminate blacks from the world, you need to know something about polio and polio vaccines. There are two ways you can get polio. One is to catch it from a wild circulating polio virus. Second way is to get it from a polio vaccine. It's a well-known phenomenon. It's called vaccine-induced polio. Now, when, when they inject children with polio or they do uh, nasal vaccines or other forms of vaccines, 
Not all the vaccines are fully attenuated, which means weakened. They're not all fully weakened. Some of them have live viruses. So sometimes when they're giving vaccines to children in large numbers, some small percentage of those children are going to be infected with, with the disease, with polio. It's called vaccine-induced polio. Now recently, 355 children were vaccinated in Syria. Middle Eastern country, right? 355 children, uh, 355,000 children vaccinated against polio. Why were they vaccinated? Because there was a polio outbreak. What caused the polio outbreak? Polio vaccine. This was a vaccine-induced polio outbreak that was then treated with more vaccines. Now, 355,000 children were then injected. If one out of 1,000 children it, it catches polio from a polio vaccine, then didn't they just create 355 more children with polio? Yes, they did. And that will be reported as an outbreak, and someone will call for the World Health Organization or UNICEF to come in and vaccinate you know, a million children, whatever it takes. You see, the vaccines are the continuation of the disease that they claim to stop. Now, if you understand epidemiology, statistics, science, and medicine, it is true that in a population, let's say you have a million children, and let's say polio is endemic, let's say half the children in the country have polio. In that case, because the infection rate is so high, a polio vaccine can drastically bring down that infection rate and save far more lives than it would terminate because, because the rate of infection is so high. But that same vaccine, when the rate of infection is very low, if you give that vaccine to large numbers of children, hundreds of thousands or millions, you will create more disease than you halt. The same vaccine. It all has to do with how many children are currently infected versus, uh, versus how many you're, you're actually vaccinating. If you vaccinate a lot of children who are not infected, you're going to cause infections, you're going to cause outbreaks. And this is what is used in Africa. This is, this is what is used across the world to keep the disease process going so they can keep manufacturing vaccines, which are, remember, made from aborted black babies. We're talking human fetal cell tissue. They take it from the babies. They take it from... from the abortions. Planned Parenthood sells it to these companies. And they, they put it in large vats and they inoculate it with viral strains and they grow and fester a large amount of biomass of disease material. And then they homogenize that with tissue homogenizers. They filter that. They put it into vaccine vials with other ingredients that are toxic like aluminum or squalene or mercury. And then they inject that into other kids. We are living in a world, people, wake up and understand this. We are living in a world where they are murdering and grinding up black babies to feed them to other babies. This is like the Matrix. They are, this is medical cannibalism. It's actually happening every day. Many of these vaccines are made from human fetal tissue that's harvested from aborted black babies. And you know what? A lot of the doctors don't even know it. A lot of the pharmacists don't even know it because they've never read the ingredients of a vaccine. They don't even know. All you got to do is go to the CDC, read the ingredients, FDA website. It's all right there. It's all, it's all out in the open. But no one, no one wants to believe it because it's too horrifying. It's too evil.
A recent study funded by the CDC, literally run by the CDC, uh, using CDC money and CDC scientists, found that vaccines cause spontaneous abortions. So they're, they're pushing vaccines on the pregnant women, right? You've heard that recently? All pregnant women are encouraged to go out and get multiple vaccines, which never was taught in medicine until the last 20 years. Before that, doctors were told, no, 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 you never, you never vaccinate a pregnant woman. That could harm the child, you know, the unborn baby. Now they're like, oh, you're pregnant? Get, get shot up with vaccines, take antidepressant drugs, take chemotherapy, just poison the crap out of your body. Don't worry, it doesn't affect the baby. But it does. Because these medical liars are genocidal, homicidal maniacs, they're, they're deceiving you. They're lying to you. They know that vaccines cause spontaneous abortions. It's just been admitted by the CDC. Now, we've covered this study on naturalnews.com. I want you to go there, and I want you to read it, and I want you to we link directly to the journal. And I think the journal is vaccines, by the way where this study was published. You can read it yourself. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's openly admitted by the CDC. Vaccines cause spontaneous abortions. One more population control mechanism. Oh, uh, by the way, speaking of population control, let me give you a couple of websites before I get to the last and most shocking point in all of this. We've got three websites that you can check out where you can learn more about this every day. Okay, uh, depopulation.news genocide.news and eugenics.news. These are all .news domains. But again, depopulation, genocide, and eugenics, all .news. Go there. There's going to be some overlap of articles there, but your eyes will be opened. You will come to see the truth about what's actually happening. And if you are black or African American and you're listening to this, you need to know the truth about how you are being targeted for extermination. You and your children and your grandchildren and your parents, you are all being targeted for extermination. Now, to some extent, we are all being targeted in different ways because there is a depopulation agenda that wants to reduce the entire global population to about one billion people. But it seems from observing the way they're doing this, they, they sure do want to get rid of black people first. And they're actively doing it. It's happening right now. It's right under your nose. Most people have no clue that it's going on. And you've got Black Lives Matter out there marching for social justice, completely oblivious to everything I've just said. Where, where is Black Lives Matter talking about the abortion industry or the vaccine industry or the psychiatric medication of young black kids or the autism epidemic or the use of, of black children for medical experiments? Black Lives Matter doesn't touch any of those things. They might bash some heads at some speech that they don't like. Maybe take down a couple of Nazis or some white supremacists. You know, bash some white hoods out there. They might, they might have a little bit of success at that, but guess what? You're still being exterminated because it's in the food, it's in the medicine. The scientific community is working to exterminate you. Hey, your enemy is not even the Nazis and the white supremacists. It's the scientists, it's the pharmacology evildoers, it's, it's, it's the drug companies, it's the vaccine companies, it's the abortion providers. That's who's killing you. All right, in 1969, New York Times ran an article authored by Gladwin Hill. That's his name, Gladwin Hill. He's the author. You can look this up. 
The article is entitled, A Sterility Drug in Food is Hinted. The article cited a scientist named Paul Ehrlich, who's a depopulation advocate, as well as the, key, the chief science advisor for then-president Richard Nixon. And his... is happening every day in America and the vaccine industry went to Congress several years ago and got absolute legal immunity granted to their entire industry for any vaccine listed on the childhood immunization schedule so, as well as the key the chief science advisor for then president Richard Nixon and his name the science advisor is let's see Lee Dr. Lee Dubridge and he said quote listen to this quote very carefully he said quote population control should be the prime task of every government. Here's how they were going to accomplish this. This is all in the New York Times in 1969. I reprinted the article in naturalnews.com. If you want to see this, you can read it for yourself. You can convince yourself. I'm not making this up. This is all on the record. Okay. He said, quote, the addition of a temporary sterilant to staple foods or to the water supply would be the way to achieve mandatory infertility. Did you catch that? In 1969, they called for secretly inserting sterilization chemicals into the food supply and the water supply to depopulate the planet. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's in the New York Times, 1969. Same year we landed a man on the moon, right? Advanced technology. What do they want to do with it? They want to exterminate blacks with it. Now. Notice they call for adding this covert sterilization chemical to the food supply and the water supply. Well, what has happened since then? Lead poisoning in Flint, Michigan. It's a damaging chemical in the water supply, isn't it? It's right out of the playbook from 1969. This is part of the plan. And that's just one time they got caught. What about the tetanus vaccines in Africa that were found to be contaminated with a sterilization chemical? Same thing. They were going to hide it in the food and the water. Now they're putting it in the vaccines. It's all, it's all consistent. Oh, and by the way, that chemical that they found in the vaccines is called beta-BCG. Beta-BCG. Let me describe this to you, all right? Beta-BCG causes the female body to have an immune system response that builds antibodies that destroy her own fetus if she gets pregnant. Do you realize that through this chemical that they secretly insert into the vaccines, they can cause a black woman's body to turn against itself and to murder its own baby in absolute violation of natural law and biblical principles and medical morality and everything else. And they were putting this sterilization chemical into these vaccines without the informed consent of the women who were being sterilized. This is evil medicine. This is evil science. This is genocide in the name of vaccines for public safety, right? That's what they tell you. Oh, this is all for public safety? While they're making an African woman's body murder her own baby before it can be born and they don't tell her about it? That's medicine? That's public safety? <sighs> That's a holocaust. It's a holocaust against blacks across our planet. Now you see, you see why, why I have to speak this truth? You, you see why? You, 
wasn't it Edmund Burke who said all that's necessary for for evil to prevail is that good men do nothing right I'm not gonna stand here and be silent I'm not gonna stand here and be intimidated those people out there you know they can they can slander and they can defame me all they want all day and night call me anything fake news lies fake accusations the truth is that you people are genocidal maniacs trying to kill black babies and turn black women against their own babies you're trying to turn a woman's womb into a murder system through the use of covert sterilization chemicals that is a scientific and medical fact and that's why I'm standing here today to speak this truth to put it on the record so that no one can hide from this fact that this genocide is taking place right now today it's not 1932 Tuskegee experiment anymore it's more advanced now it's not just one vector killing black people it's five or six different vectors it's in the food it's in the vaccines it's in the medicine it's in the psychiatric drugs oh and let's get to the food because this is the final chapter of this that will absolutely shock you now you're, you're hopefully aware of genetic engineering of the food supply, right? They're called GMOs or genetically modified organisms. This is a, an advanced science technique to alter the DNA of food crops in order to build in certain traits and physical properties or even chemical properties that the scientists want to put into the food. Now, I'm going to explain to you how your food is now being weaponized as an extermination vector to eliminate black lives, all right? Now, I'm a food scientist. I'm the author of Food Forensics. It achieved the number one best-selling science book on Amazon.com. I'm the co-author of science papers that have been published in mainstream science journals. I'm, I'm not uh, just a, a casual layperson when it comes to food science. I run a mass spec laboratory that's ISO accredited, validated, audited, inspected, passed many, many tests. Our data can be used in a court of law anywhere around the world. We do food analysis. We can search for uh, complex molecules such as pesticides or elements such as mercury or cadmium. So I, I run the lab. I am the lab science director. I know a thing or two about food science. Now, what they have invented, when I say they, I'm talking about the genetic engineers. Not only have they found a way to put these genetically engineered traits into food crops, they've now found a way to cause food crops to grow RNA fragments that can be specifically targeted like bioweapons to interfere with the physiological processes of targeted species that might eat the food. Now this technology is called RNA interference technology. It's relatively new uh, compared to GMOs, relatively new. It's being touted now as a technology to eliminate the use of pesticides because what they're saying is they can cause a corn crop to grow RNA fragments that will kill the insects that eat the corn without having to use pesticides like toxic chemicals that overload the insect nervous system and kill it from the nervous system breakdown and so on. This RNA interference technology is a pesticide technology, but it doesn't rely on pesticide chemicals. It relies on RNA fragments in the food. Now, what's disturbing about this is that this technology can be fine-tuned to target a specific race of humans who eat the food. I want you to follow me very carefully on this because most people have never heard of this before. They've never heard of this technology. They don't know it can be targeted by race. 
food crops can be engineered right now based on existing technology to cause infertility in black people alone. That technology is a reality. It's actually, it's widely covered out there in the mainstream media, in the science media, RNA interference technology widely covered. And they openly talk about how it can be used to target specific physiological processes of certain insect species. They can interfere with uh, uh, DNA repair or protein synthesis in insects. They can interfere with fertility or reproduction. They can interfere with uh, mobility, a nervous system interaction with, with the musculoskeletal system or depending on what animal we're talking about, other systems, endoskeleton systems. I ask you, does that technology exist? The answer is yes. It absolutely exists right now. Are they using that technology? I asked you, do a little bit of research, look at the plummeting sperm production in black men. Sperm production is plummeting in black men. Sperm production is precisely the kind of physiological process that can be targeted by RNA interference technology. Now is that proof that the food crops are being engineered to cause sperm production to plummet in black men? No, it's not proof. But when you connect the dots of all the other things that are being done covertly, this becomes something very likely in the realm of possibility. It would take a lot of advanced testing to find this out. And guess who controls the funding? Guess who controls nearly all the science funding in America today? The federal government. The same government that allows the CDC to cover up the truth about vaccines and black children. The same government that funds Planned Parenthood abortions of black babies. The same government that covers up the EPA-induced contamination of waterways affecting Native Americans and other populations, including the Flint, Michigan, predominantly black population. This government, same government that runs the FBI, that won Martin Luther King Jr. to commit suicide. This is, it's the same government. The government is at war with you. If you're, if you're black and you're watching this, the government is at war with you and they want you exterminated and they control the science funding, which means there will never be money for any genetic science of the food supply to uncover this truth if it were there. It would be covered up like everything else has been covered up this entire time. Just like the Tuskegee experiments covered things up in the 1930s. Nothing has changed except the technology is more advanced. The covert technology is more covert. The number of vectors through which they can kill you and cause you to have no children, cause you to have spontaneous abortions, the number of vectors is increasing. You are being targeted. And like I said earlier, to some extent we're all being targeted. But black people are being targeted more than anyone else. So what do we do with all this information? What do we do? Uh, do, you, do you take to the streets and bash heads? No. It doesn't, it doesn't get you anywhere. The problem is the consolidation of power in the institutions of science and medicine. The problem is that science has been taken over by globalist agendas and depopulation agendas and government funding. The problem is that we don't have a decentralization of science. 
The problem is, if you will allow me to even invoke this terminology, the problem is that we are all slaves to science tyranny as it is being operated today. We're all slaves. We're living under a science dictatorship that refuses to tell us the truth and yet targets our brothers and sisters, our children, our grandchildren with extermination agendas through medicine, through food, like everything we've talked about. That's the problem. We need independent science. We need decentralization. We need more labs like my lab that I operate independently. We don't take any government money. That's why I can tell you this truth. You think if I were on the payroll of some big corporation that used government money, do you think I could stand here and tell you this truth? No way. Not a chance. It would yank your funding so fast, cover it up, sweep it under the rug. I can only stand here today because I have no financial ties to the system that's murdering all of you. Nor will I ever have financial ties to that system. I refuse to take money from satanic forces. I refuse to take money from murderous regimes. And that's what, that's what the United States government is today. It is a murderous regime. And it has been that way under President Obama, President Bush. It's beyond any single president. It has nothing to do with Trump. It's the bureaucracy, the, the momentum of genocide that is endemic in the culture of the CDC, in the culture of the FDA, in the culture of the EPA, that is beyond the reach of any one candidate or any one politician. And it, it has persisted for generations, and it continues to persist. And it will continue to target you and murder you and cause you disease and cause you brain damage and cause your children autism until the day comes that we the people decide to stand up and take back our liberty from this murderous regime that commits murder and genocide in the name of science and medicine. And that is what we must do. I don't think it's a goal that can be achieved through violence and I don't call for violence because that is being afflicted against us in far too many ways. It must start with awareness. And so the only thing I ask of you watching this, listening to this, even if you don't believe every chapter of the talk here, maybe you find some of them hard to believe so far. The only thing I ask of you is share this information. Share this video. Share this talk. Have a public viewing in a church. Maybe you've got a black church somewhere. Invite your congregation to watch this, if you dare. If you want to know the truth about this, from a, from a scientist, an independent scientist, who sees what's happening and refuses to be silent, and refuses to be, a, uh, to be exploited by the, the evil that exists in our world, the murderous evil, in the name of science, stealing life away from black families and black mothers, and pursuing a goal of global extermination through medicine and science it's it's we, we cannot stand for it we must change our future together and we're not going to do that by the way by fighting with each other over skin color or race do not let the system divide us because the system is actually murdering us but they're trying to keep us distracted in the meantime they want black and white to fight against each other in the streets don't they <laughs> you better believe they do they want you to not trust each other because they are the murderers they the system 
they're murdering us all to one extent or another, but they want us to be too busy bashing each other over the head with, with baseball bats to pay attention to the real murder that's taking place on the bigger scale, the global scale of murder and genocide. So don't allow yourself to be distracted. Do not fall into the depths of racial hate for any, any, anyone. But don't, don't hate someone because of their skin color or their, their background, religion, sexual orientation, anything. Understand that it's we, the people, versus the system of murder and genocide, the, the, the scientific dictatorship that has in one way or another targeted us all. So we, the people, must stand together unified, regardless of our race, unified with the, the knowledge and awareness that we have a right to live. And we have the right to have families. And we have the right to know the truth. And until that truth is acknowledged, we cannot be free. You can, you can break physical chains from old slave plantation days and you can have physical freedom, but now we have a new kind of enslavement. We are all chemical slaves to the covert sterilization. We are, we are victims of these systems. We, all of us, black and white, all of us. So spread the word, share this video, have the courage to tell the truth. I will continue to do so as well. Because, because I answer to a higher power. And I know that, that one day I'm going to be judged for my actions, for what, I, for what I said or what I didn't say if I covered something up, which I refuse to do. We are going to be judged, and I refuse to go through this life knowing this dark secret and not, not sounding the alarm to those who need to know it the most. Thank <laughs> you.